the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Asperity. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. There is a judgment greater than anything you've ever known it won't be long your life will pass by as a vapor and you will stand before the judgment seat of God and every secret deed and thought every wrinkle every spot will be in view Before the one who knows all things, the Lord of Lord and King of Kings, you know the one you never knew. While you have breath, you have a choice to make in life. Turn away from your sin and believe. On the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment That's to come He is the shelter From the coming storm shakes at the mention of his name he has power over life and death every knee will bow and tongue confess heaven and earth will proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father will you bow will you to his majesty he can save you from the might of all your sin this is a fight in which he stands in perfect victory while you have breath you have a choice to make in life Turn away from your sin 
and believe on the risen Christ. You can find peace in him from the judgment that's to come. From the coming storm While you have breath You have a choice to make in life Turn away from all your sin And believe on the risen Christ can find peace in him from the judgment that's to come. He is a shelter from the coming storm. the only shelter from the coming storm when God gave Jericho into the hands of Joshua and the Israelites one of them was unfaithful and stole gold silver clothing and buried them in the tent. When they went up against Ai, they were unable to stand, and thirty brothers' fathers died. And the Lord told them, You need to find this person who was a thief and a liar. And Achan was discovered. They took him to the valley of Achor, where he and his whole family were stoned to death. And in that place of utter misery, they made a huge stone heap representing death. It is a valley that none of us would want to travel to. But which of us has not lied to the Lord? Which of us has not stolen from the Lord God of heaven, even, yea, to stealing ourselves from him? And so today we come to the valley of Achor, not to die, by stoning, but to pray and to cry out to the Lord. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel, and today is an open mic day to pray. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. 
number again, call now, 877-534-0780, and I would ask that you would keep your prayers very direct, that others would also have time to pray. Now, the rest of the story is found in Hosea, the second chapter. I'll begin reading in verse 14. Therefore, I am now going to allure her, that is, the Lord speaking. I will lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her. There I will give her back her vineyards and will make the valley of Achor, the valley of execution, the valley of trouble, the valley of judgment. I will make the valley of Achor a door of hope. And there she will sing, as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up out of Egypt. In that day, declares the Lord, you will call me my husband, and you will no longer call me my master. I will remove the names of the Baals from her lips, and no longer will their names be invoked. In that day I will make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field and the birds of the air and the creatures that move along the ground. The Valley of Achor by the mighty hand of the Lord God of heaven, becomes a door to hope. And that door to hope is opened with prayer, with the confession of sin, with an admission that we are liars, with an admission that we are cowards, And the door of hope is opened. And instead of being executed, we are being redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're welcome to call and pray. Call 877-534-0780. Lord, we need a valley of hope, a door of hope, where we can sing and rejoice in your presence, where we can know that we are not unclean before you, but washed by your blood, changed and transformed into your likeness, Jesus. So I come eagerly today to pray and to come into this Valley of Achor that was such a valley of trouble and death that now has been transformed by your blood, Jesus, into a doorway of hope. And we enter that doorway of hope with singing and shouting and thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your mighty name a blessing for each who will call and pray today. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. Okay, we have our first caller. Welcome. Please pray.
Yes, are you there? Oh, yes. I am please, here. please thank pray. You, thank you, oh Lord. Lord, I just want to lift you up and praise your name and thank you and give you glory. Lord, I ask that on this day that our nation acknowledges and and honors our veterans, that, Lord, you would work in all of our hearts to turn to you, to give you honor and glory. And as Pastor Ray, uh, I thank him, and I also ask, Lord, that you would, you would help the chaplains in every branch of our military. Just stand up for your truth. To be able to help the people who are active duty now. Lord, and especially all those high-ranking officers and veterans that are working for Saudi Arabia and Dubai and UAE and all of that. Lord God, please intervene. It's not our place to train other people's armies. It's bad enough we'd go to war at all. But it is what it is. All of my loved ones are buried at Arlington. Every one of them. And Lord, we should honor our veterans. Does it make war right? No. But the same way we didn't honor our Vietnam veterans when they came out. What happened in Vietnam was not their fault. There may have been things that happened that they did do wrong, but the war wasn't theirs. Lord, we're a mess, and we need your intervention in our government, in our churches especially. I heard the ad right before Pastor Ray came on, and it was horrible. And for a Christian radio station, it's horrible. Lord, we need truth. If we're so confused, we have no hope other than leading. You're leading us in wisdom. So I ask, Lord, that you give every one of us the wisdom that is based on your word, not how we want to twist it for our own interpretation or what somebody told us, but the truth that's in your word. Because you, Jesus, are your word, and your word is truth. I thank you for that. I thank you because for, for you... We have hope, and our hope lies totally, totally in you. I ask, Lord, that you please open all of our eyes, that we we don't lie to you. We don't we don't de- deceive ourselves even, because that's probably the biggest thing we do, is we deceive ourselves. We we you know we justify what we do, but our justification lies in you. You're the one who justifies. We can't even justify ourselves because because without you we have no hope. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for preachers like preacher like like Pastor Ray who tells the truth that we don't we never we're safe from our sin, not safe in it. We don't keep lying. We we, we don't go attacking other people. And we don't need a demagogue for president. 
but we need to pray for our presidents and our leaders and the leaders in our churches. And most especially, Lord, we need to submit ourselves to you and know that we're not God. We're not God. Only you, Lord of God. There's no other man on this earth that was God but you, Jesus. And we thank you and glorify you. And, and I just, I thank you for Pastor Ray. I thank you for everybody who calls and prays. Um, I hope the lady who called in last week did well in the ER. And, and her family is okay. And I thank you that Drew is better. And I especially ask you, Lord, to put your hedge of protection around Pastor Ray and his family and all the members of his church. And that you grow his church. And you grow the people who listen. And, but we all rely on your word. Because other people make mistakes sometimes in what they say. And we, we don't know your word. We don't know it. I spent 50 years of my life not knowing it. And just saying, well, nobody can know. We all do. Who can know? You know. Every church has their own, you know, way of believing things. But no, you have your way and you don't change. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, Lord God, we give you all the glory. And I thank you. And give Amen. You praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. God bless you today. God bless you too. Okay, our phone number, 877-534-0780. Do you need a door of hope opened for you? Then call and pray. You want a door of hope opened for America? Then call and pray. For the door of hope is opened through prayer. Almighty God, your promise is that you would betroth your people in righteousness and justice, not in sin, not in betrayal, not in lying, not in being cowardly, but, O oh God, you said you would take that valley of destruction, of judgment, and you would turn it into a valley of hope where we can sing and rejoice because we are redeemed by your blood, Jesus. I praise you and worship you today. And I ask that each person who calls and prays will know your peace. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your name. Amen. Brother Drew is our producer today. Brother Drew, do we have any calls coming in? Okay, the lines are all wide open. They're waiting for your call. This is your time to pray. I've had all week to present to you the word of God. Now it's your turn to pray. Would you like to take that turn? 877-534-0780. Lord, we need to have turned around in America the violence and the judgments, the lying at every level of government, the total dishonesty of our president. 
Lord, we need to have this valley of trouble turned into a door of hope. For this nation cannot survive as it is now, and I know your judgments will come and will destroy this nation from the earth. That you will give to us everything that we have given to others in war and in dishonesty, in violence. Lord, I plead today for America that you would lift up a standard of righteousness in this nation and that you would open a door of hope for America in righteousness and holiness, in justice. For, Lord, we have not been a just nation. We have been liars and cheaters, abusing and creating death and every kind of destruction as even now we're doing through the Ukrainian government, funding them, giving them weapons of war with no national interest. Lord, we have nothing there, but we're troublemakers, not peacemakers. So, Lord, I plead your mercy. I plead that you would bring such a spirit of of judgment upon America that America would repent, that churches would repent, that pastors would repent, that we would turn from our wicked ways Lord, I know judgment is about to fall very, very catastrophically upon America. And this pleasant life that we have enjoyed will be destroyed forever. But Lord, in the midst of that, in the midst of that judgment in the Valley of Achor, I'm asking, would you open there a door of hope? Would you open there a door of hope? A place of blessing. A standard of righteousness. For Lord, I know we can't continue as we are. The dishonesty, the violence. Lord, this nation in this national election demonstrated its utter thoughtless wickedness before you. People don't like inflation, Lord, but vote for people who bring inflation. That happened where I live. The person was reelected and they're the ones who voted right along with others who were leftists, who were wicked for the destruction of America. Lord, if there is not lifted up in this nation a standard of righteousness and of justice, I know it's over for us. 
and especially for the American church. O Lord, come and minister to us now, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Open, please, that door of hope in the valley of trouble. Thank you, Lord. I praise you and worship you. I honor you, Jesus. Thank you. And thank you for the privilege of being able to pray today with brothers and sisters. Lord, I put this broadcast in your hands. Thank you for your kindness. Amen. Well, our phone number is 877-534-0780. Is the Holy Spirit calling you to pray? If so, call now. I've been sharing out of Hosea, the second chapter. Rebuke your mother. Rebuke her, for she is not my wife, and I am not her husband. Let her remove the adulterous look from her face and the unfaithfulness from between her breasts. Otherwise, I will strip her naked and make her as bare as the day she was born. I will make her like a desert, turn her into a parched land, and slay her with thirst. That's what the Lord is doing right now to America. That's what he's doing right now in making America into a desert, giving us parched land cutting off our our water he says i will slay her with thirst i will not show my love to her children because they are the children of adultery their mother has been unfaithful she has conceived them in disgrace she said, I will go after my lovers who give me my food and my water, my wool and my linen, my oil and my drink. Therefore, I will block her path with thorn bushes. I will wall her in so she cannot find her way. She will chase after her lovers but not catch them, and she will look for them but not find them. And then she will say, I will go back to my husband as at first, for then I was better off than now. A description of Israel in the book of Hosea 2, but also a very accurate description of America. And it's what God is now in the process of doing to America. And you're going to see America increasingly walking in poverty and drought as God dries up the land until there is repentance or total destruction. Okay, we have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. 
Please pray. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to pray today. And, and Lord, this is such a, an apt description in the book of Hosea. And, Lord, we do need that door of hope. And, Lord, I want to pray uh, first for the church because uh, the church has just been sleeping for the most part through all these very painful things that have come upon America, Lord. And Lord, we've, you've asked us to pray, it was two or three years ago, that we would have a backbone. Lord, I'm asking that you give us a backbone to stand against the wickedness of our day. Yes. And not, not to succumb to it at all, not to uh, compromise with it, not to tolerate it on any level. Lord, but to stand against it and to call other people uh, to repentance. Yes. So, Lord, I'm asking that that you would open this door of hope for the church because the church has just been a business mostly. And we'd like to say it's only been true since COVID, but that's that would be a lie, Lord. It's been that way for years. So, Lord, I I just repent, Lord, because I just uh, see what another mess everything is that we've made, Lord. And, Lord, we can't clean it up ourselves, but I'm asking, Lord, that you would bring that conviction that we need to cry out to you. Or to be um, washed and made clean, or to have our eyes opened from all the compromise that we've made with this American culture, so we could go along to get along. And Lord, I know that displeases you. So yes. Lord, Lord I just. Uh, Agree and ask that you give us the the backbone to stand. And that's not harsh. It's just what you've called us to do, Lord. So, Lord, I just, I pray for courage, Lord. And I pray for conviction, for compromise or tolerance or both, Lord. Lord. Because sometimes it's hidden it's hidden underneath we can't see it, Lord, unless you show us so but I'm asking that you would unveil that to us, Lord. Because Lord, you don't you're not coming back for a dead church. Lord, if the church is dead, it won't be going back with you, Lord. It'll be cast down. And I I see the judgments in America, Lord, on every side. You can't, it's hard not to see it. But, Lord, I'm asking that you give us hearts to cry out, Lord, for the lost and the dying. Lord, I I know that you didn't write uh, Hosea, Hosea's wife, off. 
even though she was very unfaithful to her husband. You didn't write her off, Lord. You called her out into the desert, Lord, and you wooed her, and you called her to repent. So, Lord, I know that you don't write off a person easily. So so I'm, I'm asking, Lord, that you would not write off the American church, but rather that you'd call us out into the desert and give us the gift of repentance. And Lord, for this culture, uh, I know the judgments are on every hand, although people don't recognize them as such. Lord, I'm asking that you would rescue whomever would turn from their sin to you, Jesus. Yes. And Lord, Lord, you surprise me at times about those that you're calling. So, Lord, I, I'm asking that you'd show us who to pray for and who not to pray for. Yes. And that we wouldn't draw any judgments ourselves because we're, we're not the judge. We didn't die for their sin. But, Lord, that we would spend our time on those that you want us to spend time with, Lord, and just obey you. So, Lord, I, Lord I'm asking that you would uncover the darkness, Lord, Lord, first, uh, first in the church and then in the culture, in our institutions, Lord, they've all become corrupt and they've just sought to continue the status quo. And whatever you have to do is the end justifies the means. Yes. Lord, I'm so tired of that. I'm sure you are, Lord. Lord, I'm asking that you give us eyes to see and broken hearts as you show us, Lord. So, Lord, I trust you. And, Lord, I'm asking for the mighty wind of the Holy Spirit to blow in America, Lord. Lord, to shake things up even as judgment is coming, Lord, and comes. That people would turn to you, Lord, even in the midst of judgment. So, Lord, I trust in your goodness and your mercy and your kindness. So, Lord, have your way. And I, I'm asking, Lord, for a deepening of that brokenheartedness, Lord, that you want to give us. So, Lord, would you give us hope? Lord, sometimes it just seems hopeless when we look at the, our situation and the state of things, Lord, as they really are. But Lord, I know there's hope in you. So, Lord, I trust you and I praise you. I ask, Lord, that you have your way, mighty King. And I pray in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Okay, do we have any more calls coming in? We do? 
Okay, are they ready now? Yes. Okay. Welcome. Please pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are our hope. And Father, there that we can't hope in the things of this world because they're all going to be fading away. Because your word tells us that you're going to destroy this world and you're going to give us a new heaven and a new earth. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are coming to do that. But Father, your church is not ready. We have failed miserably here in America to spread the gospel to stand for truth and righteousness and to be pure and holy, to be sanctified. Father, we have listened to lies from the pulpit, lies from the world. But, Father, you're not a liar. And I thank you, Lord, that you're not a liar, that we can go to the Word of God and we can read the Word of God and and see and know the truth is there and stand on it. And I thank you, Lord, that I have given my heart to the Lord as a child. I have believed and trusted in you. And I thank you, Father, that my faith and my hope is in you. And, Father, even though the world looks hopeless, you're not hopeless. You're full of hope and love, and you're reaching out to us. And, Father, I thank you that in the last days you, you said that you would pour out your spirit, and that's what we're hoping for and looking for. We're looking for revival and renewal and awakening in the churches because the church has lost her light. She's not a light to the dark world anymore. The, world, the church looks so much like the world that you can't tell the world from the church. So I pray, Father, that you will raise up a standard. You promised in the last days to raise up a standard. When the enemy comes in like a flood, that you would raise up a standard against the enemy. And, Father, I trust your word. I believe it, and I am going to stand on it. And, yes. Lord, I am not going to falter and fail. I'm not going to give up and give in. But I want to stand strong for you. And I pray, Father, that you will cause me to bend and bow my knee. And, Father, that I will be the soldier of the cross that you have called us to be in the word of God that revival would begin in me and that we would see it spread out to others, Lord. Lord, we need to repent of our failures and our faults and our sin and acknowledge it. And, Father, we don't want to. We don't want to know the truth. We like their comfortable lies. But, Father, when all of our comforts are gone and there's nothing to cling to, we can cling to Jesus because you're the only thing that we have, and we know that you're our truth, and we can cling to to you and your word. Lord, I thank you for the Bible. I thank you that you have given us your word. I thank you that I've known it from the time I was a child, and that you trained me by it. And I pray, Father, it's not an old book that's out of date. It is right on date. And, Father, it's, it's alive and real, and you're alive and real. And, Father, I'm looking forward to uh, a great awakening and in my own heart and in my own soul. And, Father, I, I'm reaching out to you, and I'm praying, Lord, yes. that, that you will raise up the church. You will raise up a, a group of people that are on fire for you and reaching out to others, Lord. You said to seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, and you will yes. add all these things unto us if we seek you first. 
So I'm seeking you first, Lord, and I'm reaching out to you, and I'm praying, Lord, awaken me, revive me, awaken me from my slumber and sleep, Lord, and help me to be on fire, Lord, to be a witness for you, Lord, because I know that you are, are preparing a place for us. This old world is passing away, and we're not going to be here very much longer. We're at the end of the end of time. And, Lord, I know that you are raising up um, warriors for yourself. You've got us all prepared and ready. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that as you prepare us, we will be obedient to you and yielded to you and come to you and believe in you and trust in you because our hope is in you. And, Father, I'm not going to let go. I am not going to be a coward. I refuse to be a coward. But I want to stand for truth and righteousness because that's who you are. You died for me. And I pray, Father, that you will help me to be a living sacrifice to you, dead to myself and alive unto you. I ask these things now that you will uh, continue to raise the church up and cause us to be warriors, your warriors, in these last days. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Our number, 877-534-0780. Would you pray? Call now. The lines are all wide open. And you're invited to pray. Some years ago, a group of pastors was meeting in Prince William County in a mega church to pray. I was invited to come and pray with them, and I did so. And I began to pray as I have today and as others have out of Hosea, crying out to God for revival and the church, asking the Lord to rebuke our sin. When I was finished praying, the senior pastor of the mega church began to pray and stood in total opposition to what I had just prayed. Confirming that he believed the church was just fine, thank you very much, and we were all forgiven, and we were on our way to heaven. Of course, it was all a lie, but it's what he believed, because he could continue in his wickedness and not repent. Hosea, the fourth chapter, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I also will ignore your children. The more the priests increased, the more they sinned against me. They exchanged their glory for something disgraceful. They feed on the sins of my people and relish their wickedness. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray. Please pray. Lord, I pray that you would have your way in our nation, that you would see your power, that you would have that you, your will would be done, even though the 
political situation is what it is now. It's uh, not about us. It's about you being honored. And I pray that you work in individual hearts to draw people to yourself. Please open their eyes to the foolishness. Now that abortion is being legalized as a right in some states, please work in women's hearts and show them how foolish it is. It's all the way up to birth, and it's so obvious that this is a real baby, a real child. But there, there really is no way to excuse it. And so I, I pray that you would uh, draw people to yourself. Please protect the ministries that are reaching these women through the free ultrasounds and things like that. Please protect these ministries. They would be able to continue helping these women. And most of all, I pray for the salvation of, uh, of these people that are considering these things. I pray for um, well, the government level and in the hearts of these women that are making these choices. And uh, I pray for, for all of the issues in our nation that you would do turn us to righteousness. Yes. As we see as much wickedness <clears throat> in um, the media, please turn us to righteousness. I know that your your spirit is grieved by by all the things that are going on. Please bring a revival, send many um, send conviction to many people that many would come to know you. They would serve you, not not in name, but in truth. Yes. Um, I pray for an open door to other nations that you would still send laborers into your harvest, that you would make a way to reach those nations. Please preserve the Christians that are there, that are in these uh, dangerous countries. Please preserve them as white. I pray for the ones especially in Afghanistan that have stayed behind, and they're still, they're still witnessing, they're still sharing the truth wherever they can. Please preserve them. I pray for for a revival that, that is around the world, that you call many people to yourself, that it really would be every, every tribe, every village, every place that's not heard, that they would hear your word. Please have your way in us and in your church that we would be focused on eternal things and not distracted by the things of this life. I pray that many, um, that, that the eyes of many would be opened and, and not, not distracted, that we would be. Um, passionate for you, that, that, that we would live for your purposes for eternity. Yes. For your kingdom. I pray for your, 
your way in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. While I wait for the next call, Hosea, the fourth chapter, verse 7, the more the priests increased, the more they sinned against me. They exchanged their glory for something disgraceful. They feed on the wicked sins of my people. They relish their wickedness. And it will be like people, like priests. I will punish both of them for the way, for their ways and, the, and repay them for their deeds. They will eat but not have enough. They will engage in prostitution but not increase because they have deserted the Lord to give themselves to prostitution to old wine and new, which take away the understanding of my people. Oh, Lord, we're in such trouble. I plead, oh, Lord, in the church in America that you would raise up a standard of righteousness and cause pastors who are teaching a, a sinning Christian, cause them to see the wickedness of what they're saying. Lord, some have said they were afraid to really preach the true gospel because they would lose their congregations. Lord, in your great mercy, would you come? Would you open today that door of hope for the American church? Would you come and deal with us in such a manner that we would know you, Jesus, and we would trust in you, Jesus, that we would walk in trust and confidence with you, that our hearts would be filled with joy as we walk in your way, that we would not be filled with the wine of this world or the old wine of the church, but, Lord, we would walk in the newness of life with you. Almighty God, I worship you today. I stand by faith that you will revive your people once again, that you will revive your pastors, and those you cannot revive, you will remove. Lord, judgment begins at the house of the Lord. Lord, cleanse your church today in America. I plead with you. Open for us not a valley of judgment and destruction, but open for us. Lord, a door of hope, a way of escape from all wickedness and all lying and cheating and stealing and all the ways of the world. Lord, I pray in your mighty name. Amen. I want to thank each one of you who's called and prayed today. Every Friday is a day of, of prayer. Prepare your hearts for next week. 
and call and pray. I'd love to hear from you. You can write to me at National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. 22195. 22195. You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. You can find there a way to give online. But I also would invite you to carefully pray about whether you would visit the National Prayer Chapel this Sunday. If God has been calling you, then come. We're a house church. You'll find all the information on the webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. I invite you to come. We start praying usually about quarter of ten. The service as a service officially is supposed to start at 10, but we usually pray from quarter of until 10.30 because we need to pray. So I invite you to come and just open the door and walk in and pray with us and worship with us. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. God bless you, my dear brother, my sister. I'll talk to you soon. Diabetes, I Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.